My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Hello everyone, my name's Jared. I'm playing the uh, character of Thrain, half of the giant barbarian, and he is seeking um, to learn about his heritage of the uh, Frost Giants. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt, I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hi guys, my name's Simon, I'm playing the character of Ember. He wants to be a master of wildfire, but does he have the skills to be best one? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. My character is Harry Harrington the Herringon, a roguish merchant with a heart of gold. Hello! Hello, everyone. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the Lost Archives and our Return of the Giants 5th Edition Homebrew Adventure. It's lovely to have you all join us again tonight. Quick announcements before we begin. Dave is going to join us. He is just running a wee bit late. So if you are watching on the stream, you will see his camera is grayed out until he joins us. That's how it will remain. And you will hear his voice podcast listeners at some point in the near future until he gets back from work, which I think is about half an hour from now. Yep. About half an hour. I will play Harry um, and have Harry pick everyone's pockets and just stab shit that he sees and cut out some yeah. like heart or something like that. You know, classic, classic bunny shenanigans that uh, Harry gets up to. The oh, other God, announcement. Harry. What was that? Sorry, uh, Lyra. Heart of gold, Harry. Lyra. Heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> With his heart of gold. We should give him a magic item of like a beating heart of gold. That would be kind of funny. Then he can actually say he has a heart of gold. Um, the other announcement is that one of our players had a bit of an accident occur today. He is here. Uh, audio yeah, only. Everyone. Jared, what, what's, what's, what's going on? Why can't we see your face? So, for every, all, the, all the listeners and viewers at home, um, my... Girlfriend's cat jumped up on my my desk, shit itself because it didn't get a very good an awkward landing and bolted off said desk, catapulting a few things off it. <laughs> so my monitor with my webcam, um, that sort of yeah, that, that sort of fell and the webcam fell and the webcam is now damaged and I can't use it currently. So Damn. yay! It's, fun. <laughs> it's nice to have your audio here. Um, we uh, we will be uh, enjoying your dulcet tones tonight, but unfortunately, uh, you will have to make do with just the the black and white image of Jared's face below uh, below Simon there. If you're watching mm. this on YouTube or on Twitch, um, oh my goodness! And we've we've started the session with someone redeeming a uh, a creature. Um, oh no! Fantastic! Rah, that, that up, brilliant! <laughs> this is awesome. I've now got a, a, an hour and a half to two hours to uh, to drop this creature on the party let me just quickly pull open so you guys are all currently level five which hopefully means... i um don't... he he did summon one for our curse of strad and i did 88 damage in one turn that was an exceptional Shit. exceptional amount of uh of luck as well that helped you out there but yes it was a, it was a fucking unbelievable um so we're looking at a cr8 uh, creature for tonight, Brune Brassax. So please feel free to summon uh, one CR8, or if you wanted to play around with it a little bit and maybe have like a couple of monsters, um, you could have uh, maybe two CR3 and a CR2. Just um, try and have them sort of add up to roughly uh, eight. But for my sanity as a DM, please don't go below CR1. I do not want to have to manage a horde of CR1/8 creatures. 
Um, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't tonight, please. <laughs> so, so no, we're not doing that. I, I see you, Chumpet, in chat. No. <laughs> like, it's like I saw this. Um, I saw this post on Reddit, and it was like, would you, if you were going to create a team that like equal to a, a, like le like a hundred levels, for example, would you do like one? like a hundred level one characters or would you do five level 20 characters yeah and someone was like oh i do like oh like 20 level five druids and then yeah. just like wild shape into like the off the boa constrictors and then just like just ruin the dm and yeah. i'm like yeah that's that's the way to go five so like 96 like boa constrictors 100 <laughs> like... that's that's and, and especially if you if you took the druid and you also had like summon woodland spirit yeah you could double the number of boa constrictors <laughs> under the player's oh, control. Like that—that that would. I thought that was hilarious. That's the end of uh, that. You that's win. a DM who never DMs again. You <laughs> after win. that, you win. <laughs> the end. You won. You won D and D. Congratulations. Eight quicklings. <laughs> um, let me quickly pull open the things for quicklings. I remember quicklings being one of those very broken. Um, I know. Very broken creatures. Let me just have a quick peekaboo. Uh, Ah, oh, yeah, this is the one where, like, any attack against it has disadvantage. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> gets three attacks. Yeah, it, it's... it's So this is a CR1 creature that should be a CR2. Um, I am going to... I am going to say that if you are going to summon some quicklings, uh, I will reduce the number somewhat, just because... I think everyone knows this at this point. D&D uh, &D CR ratings. Oh, yeah. Just mixed bag like sometimes balance yeah. sometimes bullshit so i will I, a good example is the uh intellect devourer that's a really good example of like a really weird like challenge rating assigned to a character that's also assigned to a monster that's arguably quite strong oh it, it um, is very very strong Alrighty, let's do our recap so previously the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember and Thrain have returned to the merchant city of Oxenfurt, to the home of the Tempest Guild, the Night Hall. After spending some time with Mira, one of the founders of the guild, the team have learned their next mission will take them deep below the earth, into the depths of the Underdark. A group of deep gnomes recently surfaced in some caverns near the town of Greennest, with stories of the Dwergar, Deep Dwarves, causing massive problems for the more peaceful denizens of the deep, taking slaves for some massive excavation. With fears the stone giants are behind the recent excavations for the purposes of arming for war, Mira has requested the team head to Greennest and meet with the deep gnomes. Deciding to first take some time to prepare, the team headed out into the markets to gather supplies and information. While Ember, Lyra and Niles checked out a magical tattoo parlor, then a bakery, Harry met with his Thieves Guild's contacts, and Thrain trained with the Oxenfurt Guards. With the team reuniting in the Thirsty Sage Tavern, Lyra overheard some students from the Unseen University reference an expert of the Underdark, Flora and Fauna, a Professor Grell. We left off last session as the team finished their preparations and had decided to pay Professor Grell a visit before delving into the depths of the Underdark. And that is where we left off last session. We jump straight back in as you are all gathered together at the Night Hall. Night Hall. Mira having just talked you through um, what she had learned from the Sverniblin, uh, which is the uh, name for the, the deep gnomes, Sverniblin, uh, who had emerged with tales of massive excavations taking place in the Underdarker, a sudden shift in power with the Dwergar 
uh, suddenly gaining a lot of traction and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of movements into uh, certain areas. So that is where we left off last session. I pass back over to all of you guys. What would you like to do? Huh. You, I, think, I think the last thing you discussed was that you were you were considering heading over to the university to talk to Professor Grell. And the other thing I forgot that uh, we also did was we had a massive lore dump on the Owlin and Aracocra. Um, we did. Very which was loads of fun. <laughs> so it was. You, it was great. If you want to know Very more about the fun. Owlin and Aracocra of Nostea, uh, listen back to the previous episode. And good news, you can find all previous episodes on YouTube at YouTube at the Lost Archives D&D. Just a nice quick plug. Brilliant. Okay. So, uh, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to do first, at this stage you've had a bit of a chance to explore, pack up your stuff, get everything together, um, and then head on out to the university. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to do, or did you want to head straight there first? No, I think I'm pretty... I think we're happy to check out this university, get some background information about where we're going in the Underdark. Wait, so you're, you're saying there's going to be more lore? Ooh. I don't know. It's up to you guys. Nice. Ooh. It's, it's up Very to you guys. Exciting. Depends on, depends yeah. on what you want to do. If you want to go speak I, um, to Professor Grill at the university, uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably I sort of, there will be. I'm, I think what we all sort of concluded when I dragged you all into a bear hug. So we're sort of there again. And I go, ha, yes. Mm. Let's just go to this university. Should be fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Are there, are there many people to fight? Uh, do you spar? Uh, it's a, it's a different type of fighting, uh, my friend. Um, they fight with their minds and less with their, uh, with their physical bodies. Hmm. We have something like that in my homeland, like, um, meddling in it. Oh. Called flighting or something. It's, I, I'm wrapping my head around it still. Ah. I haven't heard of that before. You'll have to indulge me sometime. Maybe one day. I'm not good at it yet. I have to research that. <laughs> but hey, once you get it, that's going to be loads of fun. Uh, Thrain, actually, that brings up an interesting point. Uh, where you're from, do you have any spellcasters in your tribe? Uh, perhaps the shamans or anything of that like? All right, so as always, I'll pass this over to Owen. I'm sure there would be spellcasters of some sort, but yeah, yeah what... What do the Goliaths possess for spellcasting purposes? Yeah, hundred percent. The Goliaths um, and the Furbolgs both both practice a, a much more ancient form of magic that, in some ways, is kind of uh, a progression of the giant runic magic, while not possessing the same strength as the runic magic that the giants use. Furbolgs, having taken a much more natural approach to understanding magic and sort of exploring more of the um, the, I'd say, like the. Yeah, like the nature magics of the earth. So just, just Judaic sort of thing. Yeah, and, and sort of still still very much relying mm. on runes. Both giants and sorry, both um Dave, hello. Both um oh. welcome. Yeah. I'll just get your camera on, give me two seconds. Um both Furbogs and um and Goliath, sometimes as part of their spellcasting focus, may actually have an ancient giant rune or a rune that they themselves have carved on a rune stone. Sometimes when they actually summon the magic, they might even paint runes in the air similar to giants do. More as a, a flavor style thing. The Goliaths, their form of magic is, um, yeah, it, similar, to the, similar to the giants, much more enchantment. That's kind of one of the specialties of the Goliaths 
of Nostea, enchantment uh, magic, being able to imbue items or imbue objects or people with uh, enhanced magics. So, Thrain, you probably, the magic you've seen has mostly been things like, um, uh, maybe things like uh, creating runestones to help regulate temperature in the winter or creating runestones that help start fires, uh, runestones that help form frost or cut through That's ice cool. to reach fishing. So yeah, it's, it's very much focused more on this enchantment stuff. Oh man, I mm. was I was going to get my axe enchanted one day, but if that's the case, I'm not going to trust anyone but the Goliath people to enchant my axe now. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to happen now, but I, I think my character <laughs> would not trust anyone else now with that information. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, All right, so I, I sort of uh, look at Niles. Ah, oh, mate... The, the magic there is a bit more not conventional like this. So you have all the sorcerers and wizards running around, but in my homelands we have um, it's a lot. Of, it's sort of like progressed from giants. We use runes and such. Oh, um, you, know, you could say almost like rune rune mages, I guess. They enchantment is our main thing. Uh, I oh. personally have not really. Uh, I <laughs> I like to uh, and I. Sort of start wrestling you and getting you in a head, oh. Uh, oh. sort of like a headlock in a noogie. Oh. Oh. I am um, casting spells. Not really my thing. I just have oh. this one thing up my sleeve, and then obviously I just thaumaturgy. I do something. I'll probably cause all the um, doors and the um, unlocked doors and windows to open and close. Oh. Yeah, that, that, I, that I sort easy. of have some innate magic. Easy I, I probably would have a runestone of some sort actually. Then yeah. You would. I that would probably maybe a, a very minor one to the thaumaturgy, but um, well, it actually makes sense. I probably have like a little runestone. I probably even show Niles. If that's like, if you're okay with that, of course, Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you would. You, there, there's no way you wouldn't have runestones. In fact, if you look at the waist of your character art, which hopefully will pop up on the stream in a second if I've done my math right, um, you have a section of stone covered in runes attached as part of your belt, and that is a, a essentially a protective runestone. It's it's there to help. Um, keep you safe from the world keep you um protected from the elements and that's that was designed by your your shamans back at the um mm. your, your wise women back at the back at the enclave back at the goliath enclave and that is that is an example of a runestone i think your axe as well on the artwork also has a runestone set into it at the base yep. from memory i so definitely I, like, I always try to include the lore stuff in the artwork wherever i can so like there's a like the like for example with Niles's artwork, all that revelation about the Arakoka and Alan last mm. session that was already included into the the designs of your clothing, Love it. which was based on what Matt fed back to me of what he wanted Niles to look like. So then I just adapted the the stuff to match what Matt had already said because I liked yeah. it so much. It was just it was perfect. I can't I can't improve mm. on perfection. So that's the gist of it. We do have shamans and stuff too that use the environmental magics, but otherwise mostly runes for us. That's so interesting. I feel as though ruined magic is rather unknown in this world. It, there may be people at the university that may be able to uh, teach you more about it. I, I maybe, but but you also could be the subject matter expert on this. Um, mm. I don't know if there'd be many people who would be well versed in it. I don't know if it's my responsibility to divulge my people's secrets to strangers. Oh, it's probably of not course, my call. Course. So I might not indulge in that. But, well, then in that case, maybe well, people might ask you some questions. But uh, yes, if you feel as though you do not wish to divulge your secrets, then that is perfectly fine. Well, perfect. Well, shall we go to the university then? Uh, it could be a lot of fun. Yes, speak to this uh, Krell fellow. It sounds rather interesting. 
Perfect. Perfect. I follow you all. Alrighty. As you all make your way back out of the Tempest Guild once again and head on over to the um, head on over to the university, your journey once again is fairly quick. The university only being a, a I think it's a, not even four um, four blocks away from where the Night Hall is located. Very very close by. As it is getting closer to the mid-afternoon, you can see a number of the shops and stalls that have been set up along the way are starting to close up, people beginning to pack up for the evening and, and head home to have the afternoon and evening to themselves. Restaurants and taverns are beginning to open their doors, those which hadn't already during the lunchtime uh, and mid-morning rush. The university, by contrast, in the mid-afternoon is quiet. Most of the classes in session and the halls very empty as you step up the university guards, um, very tough, burly uh, men and women from uh, half-elf and human stock, as well as a couple of hill dwarves, guard the gates and look around for any signs of trouble. The gates to the university themselves are massive. The grounds within lush and fertile with carefully manicured lawns, well-maintained garden beds and huge trees rising from the earth. It's a well-known fact that um, to get a passing grade in the uh, herbology course, you need to be able to channel magic and use the spell plant growth to maintain the university uh, grounds. And it's sometimes used as a punishment uh, to essentially move the manure from the stables without magic around to help fertilize the uh, impressive hedges that hide the high metal walls that surround the university. Um, the hedges have grown up and around them. Probably the trace magic in the air and the occasional pranking of students has warped some of these hedges into shapes, some of which are beautiful, beautiful and fantastical. Um, dragon heads rise from the, the hedges. Uh, you can see the winged pegasi uh, emerging from one, as well as a dick and balls from around the back as some <laughs> prankster student has uh, recently modified the hedge to... Uh, well, look, if you can't draw a crowd, you may as well grow a hedge in the shape of some genitalia, right? Like, so. The, the, the university students are known as a bit of a lively bunch, um, and it is encouraged, that curiosity is, is encouraged. As you head up towards the main gates, uh, you are briefly stopped by the university guards just to sort of ask what your business is here. And we don't need to roleplay this because as soon as you say we're from the Tempest Guild, we're here to visit Professor Grell, uh, you are welcomed in with open arms, no further questions asked. Passing cool. through the large double doors and out of the courtyard, the university opens up into a series of uh, hallways leading off from the central grand staircase. The staircase itself leads up towards the upper levels where many of the classes are held. But as you step in, before you can sort of take in the, the majesty of this huge building, uh, a polite cough from behind you draws your attention. And as you turn around, you see for Lyra a vaguely familiar face. A youngish boy, looks to be about 15 or 16, with a mop of black curly hair, dressed in uh, what looked to be robes, is smiling, holding a book. It looks like he was on his way out when you guys were coming in, and he stepped aside to let you in through the door. And as you step in, Lyra, he smiles and goes, Hi, Lyra! Uh, you recognise this as Barry, the uh, child that you guys had picked up, the Tempest Guild had picked up. Uh, that Mira had taken under her wing during our Tyranny of Dragons campaign uh, in the shit. far north <laughs> oh, and brought back Barry. to study to be a wizard. Yeah, Barry. That's great. I love it. No way. Barry. A wizard, Barry. <laughs> Hi. How, 
How long has it been? Oh, it's, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, how's everything going? Mira's been uh, Mira's been actively encouraging me to attend lots and lots of classes. It, it's been good. I, although, man, why do I have to learn Pythagoras's theorem for magic? Why are we studying differential equations? Like, what is going on? I don't know this stuff, man. It is not so much that you'll probably may or may not use it in, you know, your spellcasting in your day-to-day life, but... Sometimes having to learn other difficult things and forcing yourself to learn them will help you learn other stuff. Like, it's kind of like the whole perseverance thing, I think. At least that's how I'm excited to me. I'm going to give you a word of advice. I have always solved every one of my issues with my fists. You should do that too. Uh, we're encouraged to use our minds here. That's what yes, well, minds are excellent right? spellcasting. Well, the person who encourages that, you show them the, your fists and then they will learn a lesson too, yes? Um, sure. Leans in towards nice. you, Lyra of Barry, leans in and goes, Um, is, is this, are these the new members of the guild? Mira did say that, like, you'd taken oh. on some colourful characters. Is this Barry? Oh, Barry, <laughs> nice to meet you. Hello. My name is Niles. Nice to Big meet you, Niles. Big fan of the Tempest Guild. Oh it's man, me too. I am in the Tempest Guild now. That's Wonderful so cool. Time. I, I'm hoping one day I'm, I'm I can join the guilds. At uh, the moment, Mira says I'm too young. Oh well, That's you're in the right fair. place to learn. Yes. What are you guys doing here? Are you just coming for a visit? How'd you know I'd be here at the doors? That's crazy. That's a huge coincidence. I, well, it is a huge coincidence. Yes. Well, we weren't actually. Uh, this was a coincidence. Yes. Um, but we're actually here on business. We're here to speak with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Professor Grell, uh, I believe. Oh, yeah? yeah we're going to razz on one of your professors. Uh, no, that's okay. He, he's, he's not one of mine. I haven't had any of his classes yet. I'm not due to uh, have him as, as, as my teacher until next year. But but I, I know I know where his office is. It's right next door to one of the main study halls. I'm, oh. I actually, I can take you there now if you want. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. Marvellous. Great. Yeah, I, like... I mean, if I'm with you guys, I can't get in trouble for, for missing detention. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you right now. Hang on, hang on, hang Whoa. on. What? what was that about detention? Nothing. I don't have detention. Not Barry. Barry, come on. It's fine. I always I always flunked detention too when I was working. Point know, in us in the direction and... of the office and then march your ass down no, the no, detention it's too, it's before too Mira confusing. has mine. You'll never figure it out. The un- it's so hard, the floor plan. No one can figure, figure it out. figure it out, dude. I'm more scared of Mira finding out that you missed this detention than I am of getting lost in this university, that and you should true. be too. Make me a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, more scared of Mira is one of my favorite lines because Mira is a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, not, it's not inaccurate. Persuasion, <laughs> one, and... Fourteen's not a bad two. start. And is that a natural 20? It is a natural 20 for the wow. second. <laughs> you watch as Barry sort of like hangs his head and goes, oh. All right, if you want to know where to go, just hold your hand up and say guide and then say the name of the person you're trying to see and a little light will take you where you need to go. Thank you for telling us that. Um... That's okay. Oh, man, I didn't want to have to shovel chook poo all afternoon. Look, you're in detention for a reason, but maybe we keep the whole detention thing between us and uh, Mira doesn't need to stay any the wiser. It was only a small fireball. His eyebrows will grow back. A yeah, fireball. and if you'd hit some priceless tapestry behind him or something. I, like... did, I did do that too. 
Yeah, yeah, so that it's probably great. not about the eyebrows, is it? Ooh, that's what they was... Look, it was hard to say what he was... I was going to say that's how I knew he was most angry, but I couldn't tell without the eyebrows. It was a hard, it was hard to say. Hard. He's a hard man to read. Well, even harder now. Yeah. Oh, all right, I, I better not be late. Good luck, guys. And, and if, if you ever need, like, the expertise of a student in training, I, I'm, I'm your man. I, I'm learning all sorts of wizard stuff. Oh, wow. We, we definitely will call you, and whatever you do, don't draw on fake eyebrows onto whoever the hell uh, you scorched them off with. Oh, my sleeps. God, that's brilliant. There's this, there's this glue that I heard about. Come on, guys, let's go, let's go! Uh, uh Uh-oh. It's like it's an immortal glue. Uh, See you guys, it was lovely catching up. As you guys are Uh, looking away. (laughs) Shall watch your career with great interest, Barry. Good luck. (laughs) People keep saying that. (laughs) As he walks (laughs) off. Uh, Perfect. And as Barry makes his way outside, I mean, you're not completely alone. You can see a few other people walking around. And sure enough, true to Barry's words... As another person steps in behind you, a, a very tall, willowy tabaxi, dressed in long, flowing robes with a hood pulled up around their head. Um, with a raspy voice, you hear them say, Guide, library enclave. And then a little light shines up in their hand as they hold their hand out, appearing as if from nowhere, this little ball of light manifests and immediately begins moving slowly away. And the tabaxi stalks after it, following it uh, up a series of, uh, of large steps in the grand staircase. Should we do the same? Quick question: those those people doing those orb things, do they can they also ask to, like for a, like a specific person, and or take it to that specific person? Uh, you're actually not sure. Barry said if you if you say where you want to go, it'll take you where you want to go. Oh, where but we want not, to go? You're not okay. sure if it works for people. That's a oh, good question. I, I will try it right now. That's why I was literally about to say that. Um, I, I just put my hand out and say, uh, guide. Professor Grell. A small ball of white light appears in your hand, Niles. There's a soft warmth coming off it, almost like a tiny miniature sun. The power of the sun in the palm of your hand. Um, as the as the light lifts up very slightly and begins moving away at, at a brisk walking pace. Uh, it looks like it's heading, rather than going up or down any of the large staircases, it looks like it's heading straight um, through the large corridor off the central hall that then seems to turn around into a series of smaller rooms on the ground floor and the you watch as the the light just takes off Ooh, it's me I'm a spellcaster guys wow <laughs> <laughs> is this your spells yes indeed I don't I've never dabbled in this before but that was rather that was rather exciting hey do you, do you think that? do you think maybe Thrain can spell now too that, oh, that, hey. that, oh, that, that wasn't nice. Too hard. Sorry, man. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, man. He, My bad. He knows how to read and um, write giant or Goliath ruins. The ruins, not common. so that's the thing. <laughs> Sorry. It's not common. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Too soon. Good to know. Good to know. Can I get a roll stare? I'm crying right now as we speak. You just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> chat, can we please get um, RIP for Thrain in the chat? <laughs> or, or don't, and uh, I'll know that I wasn't wrong. <laughs> hey! <laughs> as you as you guys begin following the light, uh, as it, it can't really get more than about two or three meters away from you before it stops in place and waits for you to catch up the light, um, seeming on some sort of like pathway that that prevents it getting too far ahead. And 
As you follow the light down the main corridor and across a side chamber, it actually leads you back outside through a series of double doors to a separate building on the university campus, one that you've only really seen the top of from a far distance, and that would be the university greenhouses. A vast glass menagerie full with plants, some of which are bursting out through glass panels that have yet to be replaced. Attached to it is a much smaller annex, a stone building half set onto the glass greenhouse, half set into the walls itself. And the light seems to be leading you across the campus grounds towards the greenhouse itself. As you follow it in through the double doors, standing there examining a really large, almost what looks like a giant pot uh, a plant that's uh, stem uh, opens up really, really wide, rises up, and then is hollow at the top. And you can see is filled with what looks like this beautiful golden nectar. Um, examining this vase plant is a red-skinned man with dark black hair pulled back into a ponytail. Uh, you, Anyone who's seen hobgoblins before would recognize this man as a hobgoblin. Um, his robes are much more threadbare than some of the others you've seen with people walking through. There are sections which have clearly been eaten away by acid, some of which have tears and scrapes that he has roughly stitched back together again. Um, very much a homemade job from the looks of it. But his robes do look, maybe they were once very extravagant, but whatever his line of work entails, uh, clothing does not survive very long uh, in whatever he does for a full-time job. Uh, as you approach, uh, he holds up a hand behind him and goes, Just a moment. Give me just a moment, please. I need to concentrate. Okay. And as he carefully focuses, pulls out a tiny glass vial, and then using these calipers, which are roughly about 40 centimeters long, gently takes the glass vial off his fingers, reaches in, and just fills the glass vial with no more than about maybe 10 mils of this glowing golden sap. As he removes it from the top of the plant, he quickly corks it and then drops it into a lead box lined with what looks like fabric that he quickly closes and seals. Turns around, sort of wipes the sweat off his brow and goes, Oh, hello there. How can I help you? Professor Grell, I see you uh, have asked for me. As he looks at the light, slowly bobbing in place, which winks out of existence as he acknowledges you. Oh, I'm surprised by the light popping off. Uh, ah, um, well, uh, Professor Grell, uh, my name is Niles. Uh, these are uh, my companions. Uh, we're from the Tempest Guild. Uh, we hear that you are the uh, an expert on uh, flora and fauna. Um, we're on an adventure to the Underdark, and we thought we would seek out your expertise on potential threats or dangers we might experience down there. Mm. You want my advice about the Underdark? Uh, yes. Yes, mm. yes, indeed. Don't go. Uh, oh, really? Oh, <clears throat> he just that sounds nuts. like a challenge. Why, why is it so bad? Why do you say this? <laughs> you lot, bird, like rabbit, you are all surface dwellers. Why Ow. is everyone keep calling me a Owlin, bird? Owlin, like whatever you are, <laughs> all of you. That is what I called him when I first uh. met him, bird. <laughs> you still I call like me bird thread. <laughs> I, like this, I like this man. He's not bad. Indeed, yeah. you, Goliath. All of you are surface dwellers. You are not meant for the deep darks of the depths below. It is a place full of danger for you. Dangers that you are not grown up. Knowing about dangers that I could spend a lifetime trying to teach you and would still kill you in a moment if you took a wrong step or made a poor decision. Yes, but if we still went to the Underdark, what would we be looking out for? Would you like me to go alphabetically or in order of what will kill you? 
That's a good idea. I'm with Lyra on that one. Top yes. ten. If we're Top talking, if we're talking about fauna. There are creatures down there, large creatures, bodies spherical, large central eye, stalks coming off with many eyes. They have many names. They come in various sizes. Spectres, beholders, all of them are incredibly dangerous. A single gaze from one can turn you to stone if you are unprepared. That's not good. That is just alphabetically. No, I forgot aboleths. Large tentacle creatures, big mouth that chomps, hide in the waters of the dark lake. Stay away from the waters then. Good, good. Don't yes. go swimming Excellent. in the underdark. Ah, it's a surefire okay. way to get eaten by big leech or aboleth. Any leeches? Of course there are leeches. It is dank and dark. Leeches like to be All right, uh, guys, out we're of going north. sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't forget about hook horrors. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I see you know your, uh, know your underdark phone so, well. Yeah. That's, that's oh, okay. <laughs> um, I he just not... remember, I remember yep. reading the Justo Erden books and Hook Horror was something that really, I remember, yep. I just remember that it stood out. It was cool. I'm happy. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for him to like nod and then go, hmm. And if you are lucky enough to not get eaten by that or turn to stone, perhaps you get disemboweled by Hook Horror. Hmm? Oh, Okay. Imagine large avian creature, uh, hind legs, ah. walks on hind legs, but no, 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 no. As, as you oh. as you brighten up, no, <laughs> no, 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 uh, very few feathers, only small areas of feathers uh, at the front of mouth, and, and rather than, than wings, they have these little hands with enormous hooks, like massive scythe, taller than man. What? They can leap as well, jump up oh. to 30 feet in a single bound. I don't like the sounds of that. That's, Even that's the stone rather... can be dangerous. Not every stalagmite or stalactite you see is uh, is rock. Sometimes it is uh, thing called ropa, hmm? a mouth with tentacles that pulls you in and eats you. Okay, okay. Um, that's not to mention the flora. The fungi down there is crazy. See, Lyra hmm. brightens up very briefly. <laughs> he, as he as he notices you, sort of like cock your head a little bit lighter, get a little bit excited, he goes, ah, I see ya. You look like some sort of uh, druid who is interested in mushrooms. The fact that your staff is overgrown with bracket fungus is rather impressive. How does it get enough to dreams? Uh, no, sorry, you were asking about... Uh, magic, mostly. Magic, I, well, that would explain it. Well, there are uh, mushrooms down there that are alive and sentient. Have you ever heard of myconids before? Uh... Has, has Lyra heard of Mykonids? I mean... Do you want to make me an Arcana or Nature check, Lyra? As you're Maybe. doing that, I would sort of yeah. mumble go, Hey, now we need to go down the dark. You love mushrooms. These could be, you know, your people maybe. I don't know. <laughs> your people. <laughs> 14 for nature. As he says the word Mykonid, it does sound vaguely familiar, Lyra. You have heard stories of uh, a people who live down in the Underdark. Um, from what you remember, you, you've heard that they are... Uh, mushroom-like people, almost a little bit like the fungi equivalent of ants in a way, right? Where ants are uh, manifest trees or dryads, where they're, where they're like a, a or like, I guess if it's Skyrim, like a spriggan, uh, a, a sentient um, bipedal tree. These are sentient bipedal mushrooms. And what you've heard about them is that they can plant spores in living creatures to make more of themselves. Um, the other words you would have heard associated with them is uh, not not one that you've had much chance to kind of explore as a um, uh, as a, as a spore druid yet, 
but um, a type of fungi that can infect and take control. The word cordyceps, for some reason, seems to sort of spring to mind. Hmm. That's a little spooky. Ah, that are very spooky. Uh, living, living mushrooms, alive mushrooms, thinking mushrooms. Uh, there are colonies down there in the dark, some of which are friendly, you can approach without danger, others of which you will be fed as fertilizer to grow more of them. Oh, okay, we'll definitely have to try and figure out how to find friend from far down there. I, I just had a, a, a weird memory. Someone warned us about it previously, but um, we heard that there are these mushrooms that have these spores and that we need to wear, like, cover, like, our face and mouths and stuff, otherwise bad stuff happens. Um, ah, the cordyceps. Uh, that is a fungus. It is a spore used by the myconids when they want to uh, animate a dead body. Uh, you have to be dead for it to work. It cannot infect living tissue. That That is a myth. That is, uh, oh, so it is not the Underdark branching bracket fungus? Oh, you will find branching bracket fungus in the Underdark, surely. It, uh, there is a type that grows on uh, on rich ore veins and leeches the, uh, the metal from the rock to form these massive uh, branch structures of, of mushroom, which are very hard to break. Iron yeah, shrooms, we call them. I thought it was the spores from them that we were warned about, but I think maybe they were mistaken. Oh, there, mistaken. Are, there are many other spores you want to avoid. The, the <clears throat> Underdark is a dangerous place. Uh, if we're not talking about myconids, we can talk about all of the other uh, flora down there. There are uh, spores that will explode if you get too close. They are uh, on, a, on a hair trigger. There is a type of lichen that uh, can grow really hot. Uh, it doesn't. Not that one's not too bad. That one's actually quite delicious in a stew. But there are other ones that are, that are really, really bad. Have you? Have you Sorry, you, Sorry, you go, Ember. Uh, yeah. Look, can I just make a, a nature check to see if I recognise any of these kinds of plants yeah, that you're talking about? Absolutely. It, it was it the uh, was it the fire. Uh, mushroom, the uh, the ember ember lichen that drew your attention. <laughs> sixteen. Well, yeah, sixteen. You've heard of ember lichen before, um, ember. It, it's it does actually grow in very small colonies on the surface, not just deep in the underdark. There, I mean, your grove has actually cultivated a small colony of uh, of ember lichen uh, underneath uh, the the village, underneath your grove, in a series of caves down there. That, upon reflection, now that you think about it. I mean, you've never been down to the depths of those caves. It's possible they actually connect to the Underdark through some passageways as well. But yeah, it's it's a type of um, a type of lichen that grows across stone, uh, pale orange white in color, but it needs warmth to grow. So often it needs to be near a source of heat. The reason the druids of the of the fire grove, the ember grove, have been able to do it, or sorry, the ash grove, uh, is because all of your fire druids. And so heating up stone is a very easy task for you. Um, but yeah, it's quite delicious if you. Uh, if you add it to stew, uh, it can be quite nice. And you know that there's one group of uh, fur bogs who have been practicing making a type of uh, type of spiced whiskey um, that they're still coming up with a name for using the fire lichen as well. Oh, love it. And the plant that was also in front of us that he was trying to take the sample from, did I know anything about that? Oh, Ooh. yeah, with your nature check. Um, this looks like some sort of um, vase flower. There are a number of different types. This one is clearly under the under the effects of some sort of enlargement spell. This is much bigger than they usually are, and the amount of sap gathering in the bell is eh, far more than you would ever expect to find. Um, someone is experimenting on this plant and has done some sort of magical shenanigans to make it this big and this productive. 
but uh, that's all. Well, look, I think we're quite, uh, I'm quite well versed in plants and nature, things like that, and much like your glass plant here, which seems a little bit odd, even though I haven't seen it before, I'm sure it's something we can handle. Uh, the creatures, on the other hand, maybe a little bit, not, not so much, but uh, any advice you could give on anything at all, what you would do to get down there and get through would be much appreciated. Uh, don't touch anything that uh, is, is glowing or changing in size. Uh, one of the, the types of mushrooms, Timask, uh, it is a large pale green mushroom on a stalk. If you get too close, it explodes in spores, which are poisonous to breathe. Um, don't touch anything that looks like it is dangerous to touch. Uh, avoid the, the drow unless you uh, have an invitation to one of their uh, in one of their enclaves. If you have no invitation, I would not approach the drow. It is too hard to know which drow uh, serve Darmia and are friendlier, <laughs> or which drow still serve Loth and are best to be avoided. The Spider Queen, even though she is locked away, there are still those zealots who still follow her rule, spread throughout the uh, the deep, dark places. Hmm. The Dwarga, they can be tricky. Industrious people, like all dwarves, but they uh, they have a tendency to uh, to push things very far. And uh, I know the uh, Svelniblin, the uh, the deep gnomes, uh, have often had their villages or their their lands just taken from them by the Dwarga. Deep gnomes are generally yes. to be trusted. They are normally uh, fairly, fairly okay. That, that lines up with what we've heard, and is part of the reason we're actually heading down there. The, the Duragar seem a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more. Um, what's the word for it? Amiable. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. They're they're encroaching a little bit more heavily on the deep gnomes uh, mm. uh, spaces at the moment. A bit more than normal. Well, the deep gnomes can. Uh... While they are small and look like they are harmless, uh, they have a, a substance they create, uh, a type of uh, a black salt, which when uh, fire is added to it, explodes with an almighty boom. Oh. How interesting. Mm. So they, they can be quite... Uh, they, they can defend themselves when they need to. Do not worry about them too much. Maybe you should take some samples when we go down there, Ember. Might be useful. Well, I was also going to say you have such a lovely nursery here. I'm sure there's things that you would actually like us to oh, yes, get for you while we're there. Uh, look, if you are able to uh, come across any uh, any samples of uh, of any exotic fungus, I would not say no. Um, oh. If you find any uh, trillimac, any uh, nightlight, and any torch stock, that would be fantastic. There is one other type of uh, flora I have not mentioned yet. It is susser. Have you heard of this word, susser? Not at all. No, I have not. Large tree that uh, grows deep in the underdark. Uh, it is The bark and flowers uh, have a very strange effect on magic. They suppress magic within a, a short range around it. If you were to bring me back some susser flowers or susser bark, I would uh, find a way to reward you. Trust me, that would be mm, very interesting to me. You said you said the um, they have a strange effect to magic. Is there a way for us to uh, transport it without it affecting us while we're carrying it? Uh, there is no way that I know yet to prevent yourself from uh, suffering the effects of the the susur bark or susur tree. Not that I know of. If you come across something and you sold that knowledge to me, I would be very interested in buying it. Mm. Yeah, okay, so we uh, maybe Thrain would want to carry it for us. Um, Oops, the, sorry. The, uh, oh, yeah, go on, sorry. Uh, I was just going to ask, what range of effect does it have again? Was it 
Is it sort of, you know, just if you're touching it, like... Uh, within about you... uh, five, ten feet of, uh, of a, a sample of it. Well, we, so we've got we a must... really long rope. <laughs> it's like, put it in a pile. <laughs> it probably wouldn't be advisable to put it in a bag of holding, then, would it? Would it nullify the effects of the bag of holding? Uh... Oh, that's a good question. You, you, you try and you tell me, eh? <laughs> well, we do. I kind of kind of wince at that. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like the idea of my bag of holding failing in the middle of the underdark. That would be a little bit of a catastrophe. I might not want to test that out. So, um, I know you're a flora expert, but you know much about rooks that's uh, down in the underdark. No, I am not a geologist. Uh, there are crystals that glow, crystals that don't glow. There are metals that you can smelt, metals that you cannot smelt. Uh, there are big rocks, small rocks, rocks that come down from ceiling, rocks that come up from ground. Rocks. You, you sound like a geologist. Oh, is that, is that more knowledge than you have on rocks, eh? Yeah, I only know the rocks that you can throw. Uh, some of these you can, some of these you can't. Yeah, that's already twice as many as I knew. Or the ones you can sell, hey, Harry. <laughs> Those are the ones I'm most interested in. Well, uh, if there is nothing else you wanted to know, I wish you good luck. Have you informed your next of kin where you are heading next? Well, the Tempest Guild know where we, are, where we will be, and if we don't return, then uh, I'm sure that they will make arrangements. Fantastic. Good. Before we go, sir, could I convince you? I mean, you, you clearly are a professor here. Do you have any books or anything that you be willing to give me to uh, help identify these plants while we're down in the Underdark for you. Hmm. I could be persuaded to part with something. Um, or we better yet, <laughs> I could send you in the right direction for people who might be able to provide you with much more up-to-date information. Tell me, have you ever heard of the Society of Brilliance? No, I, I haven't. No. Group of scholars. Quite mad. I was once associated with them. Not as a full member, I am not mad enough, but... Uh, group of scholars who uh, have a base down in the Underdark for surveying and research. They are a, a oh. strange bunch, but you are a strange bunch. You will probably get along well. Yeah, it's strange. Well, we'll have to I, keep an eye out for them then. Um, mm, I believe one of their number was working on a uh, uh, like a uh, what is the word? Uh, like a guidebook. Ah, to, like to a field explore. guide. Yes, like a field guide. Yes, a field guide Ooh. to the Underdark. Uh, if you were to make your way to the Society of Brilliance, uh, I, I believe the last I heard they were inhabiting an uh, old abandoned drow outpost uh, not too far from the shores of the Dark Lake. If you find your way to the Dark Lake, which is this massive body of water that uh, fills most of the deep places of the Underdark, if you find your way to the uh, to the Dark Lake, you will you can follow it around the shore. Um. That's rather good information. Thank you, uh, Professor. Um, I, I guess it goes without saying, you yourself have been to the Underdark, am I correct? In oh, yes. I, um, I may not look it, but I survived there for five years with nothing oh. but my wits and my brawn. Impressive. I'm going to inside check that. Yeah, 100%. We haven't inside checked them at all. I'm, I'm assuming everything you're saying is legit, but, I'm, you know... You know how much uh, I love it when you just blindly trust characters. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, doing an inside check is always a good idea for Owen. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll just keep going That's... and we'll never actually glean anything that was useful. 23 as well. 23. So for us later on. 
Grell does indeed seem to be providing you with information as best as he can. Um, yeah. While his while he seems a bit standoffish and a, a little bit brusque in some ways, he genuinely is trying to help you. Um, you do know now with your sort of moment of like observing him and watching him speak with the other Snarls, you know that most of his talks about you dying a horrible death in the Underdark, it's his form of humor. And the fact that you right. guys haven't laughed along with it yet it's why he keeps trying, because he's uh, he knows it's he, in in his mind he, he's just waiting for the laugh, and because he hasn't got it yet, he keeps going back in for a second, third, and fourth okay. attempt with his joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, when he mentions the Society of Brilliance, though, that quick transition of oh, I was I wasn't a member, I was that's just associates. Mm. That doesn't seem true to you. That does seem right. to strike false. The, 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 his manner changes he, he brushes past it very quickly whereas before he'd been very absolute very mm. clear in his statements suddenly this one he's like obfuscating a little bit and, and brushes over it that doesn't seem true to you at all he, yeah, you get right. the sense that he's lying about that um, surviving in the Underdark for five years that seems right although again saying that he survived on his own with nothing but his wits and brawn that, that doesn't seem quite true either like, like- like an embellishment. Yeah. You watch as he says the word alone. He he even like glances up and to the left for a second, which is like the clear sign of someone having to creatively think in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking eye contact is usually yeah. a big sign that someone's lying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, I don't clock, I, I kind of like make a mental note of that and sort of nod along. Um, ah, well, very, very impressive. Um, I'm sure that, uh, uh, we won't uh, fall prey to the Underdark, and uh, we'll come back in one piece, hopefully. Preferably. Well, good, well, good luck to you. I hope, I hope you do. Not many do. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and he laughs yeah. along with you, so, suddenly, finally happy that someone's yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. I've clocked onto that, so I laugh along. <laughs> Brilliant, huh? Well... Oh, is there anything else Professor Grell can help you with today? Um, not, not at this stage. Um, you haven't heard by any chance any uh, any reports or rumors about uh, uh, the giants, perhaps? Uh, any any sightings or any other anomalies to do with them in your in your research or in your, tra- uh, in your travels? Yeah, are, you, are you joking me? Of course. Everyone is talking about the giants. Oh, I, yes. I myself have been asked to examine some of the uh, flora uh, that has come back on the on the ships. The giants had uh, samples, and, and I mean, I, I hear that a group of uh, of hill giants had a whole greenhouse attached to one of their uh, not hill giants. Sorry, what was I saying? A uh, group of what were they? Maybe they were cloud giants. Maybe they were storm giants. He, like pulls out his notes and flicks through. No, cloud giants. Sorry, group of cloud giants came back with a whole greenhouse attached with with plants from before the ruin before the giant's oh. disappearance like ancient plants from from nostea the the original plants because i mean you obviously know that uh, when when the elves came through and the dragons and the dwarves they brought uh, their flora with them some of their fauna with them and that has invasive species have taken over some places and there are there are not many places where you can find uh, the original uh, plants that used to inhabit this world giant trees hundreds of feet tall Oh, a, a formidable treasure trove, then. Mm, wow. It's just a shame I can't get funding for this. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. 
I think understanding the uh, the original plants would be of uh, great importance. Maybe we should speak to Mirror and see if we could perhaps uh, uh, bring you on perhaps as a consultant. I mean, I don't want to speak for the, on behalf of the Tempest Guild, but someone with your talents could be useful in the long run. If you sure, can get me onto one of those skyships, uh, you say jump, I say how high. Well, we'll keep you in mind then. Good. Well, you'll have to make it back alive first, eh? Of course, of course. <laughs> well, good luck to you. And remember, when you see seek, seek society or billions, uh, the many denizens down there will know who they are. The Dwargam, uh, maybe don't ask the Dwargar. Maybe just ask Deep Gnomes uh, if you come across uh, friendly Myconids. Myconids will be, some Myconids are friendly. They they will tell you where to find society or brilliance. Society of Brilliance, they, they know you by name. If we if we mention your name down there, they'll... Oh, uh, you, uh, you don't need to do that. You could just tell them that you heard about them from the surface and you are keen students of uh, curiosity and knowledge. Oh, okay. Sure. Say that you are a little wake. <laughs> exploring the forefronts of truth, fundamental truth about the world. And they, they will okay. love that. You'll be right sure. in the doors. Okay. No worries. Should we specifically go out of our way not to mention your name around them? Uh, no, it's just, it doesn't, if it doesn't uh. have to come up, you don't need to worry. Nothing to worry about. Oh, your friends. Uh, has he been too close to the, uh, to the sleep room spores? Uh, maybe you shake him awake. So he does, if he falls asleep and he's been breathing in too many of the spores, he will, he will perish here and become comfortable. Oh. Oh, I was joking as, as, you, as you poke Thrain away. I was, I was kidding. <laughs> what, I thought it'd be funny. What is? Oh, uh, it's okay, Thrain. It's okay. We're still here. We're just, we're just wrapping up. So much talking about yeah, things. Indeed. I lost track with rocks. I don't know. So boring. Wow. I too find the prospect of imminent demise and my ignorance in the face of it so terribly boring. What? What's this? What? What? Don't worry, Thrain. What is Come he along. talking about? Why? No, it's okay. You, no. you will experience much fun in the in the underdark. I'm I sure. think I think for you, you will find many <laughs> things that make you laugh. Oh, and I'm scream. going to enjoy Most and scream. so many things in the underdark. Perfect. Well, yeah, that's, that was a joke. I heard him with the warnings before, but I'm going to fight a lot of things, hopefully, so that should be fun. You will have many opportunities to fight things if that is what you want. Excellent. Well, thank you again, Professor. Uh, we'll be on our way, uh, but we'll be sure to come back uh, and see you soon. Uh, well, I hope so too. Well, good luck to you and farewell. Brilliant. Just with that, we we head off. Unless right. anyone want to do anything else while we're here. Yeah, that was my question. Is there anything else you wanted to do while you were in the university? Did, was there anything else you wanted to do in Oxenfurt, or did you want to do just for the purposes of expediency? We could do a little time skip. Get you guys back the, to the guild. The only thing that yeah. came into my mind that I want to do while we're still in the in a town, yeah. uh, probably go back to the Tempest Guild Hall, the Night Hall. Yeah. I probably just want to see if, if, there, if there's like an armory or something. I just want to pick up a spear. Oh, just go straight to House Under the Earth. Yep. Cool. Yeah, just get Yes, sir. Before we leave the university as well, I'd love to do the the guide thing. And I don't know, if I don't have to like, just whisper it myself, but yeah. I just want to say guide. Secret chamber. <laughs> See it works. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want to do this by yourself. Okay. Ember. Yeah. yeah. While, while they're wrapping up the conversation. Yeah. Um. Can you roll me a d100, please? Ooh, that's exciting. We're gonna leave this to chance because um. Thirty. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Ember, as you whisper secret chamber, (laughs) the ball hovers for a moment and your heart begins to sink a little bit as you think to yourself, probably, probably needs to be more specific than just secret chamber. But then suddenly you watch as the ball flickers and then begins moving away out the door back towards the main campus. I'm going to keep looking at that and I'm going to turn around and I can see that, you know, a few of them are very in deep the conversation, except I imagine Harry, maybe you're not as interested. I'm going to go, Harry, secret chamber. <laughs> Harry follows. Harry, uh, in fact, he, he makes an effort to make sure that no, the others don't no see No words, him. no questions. Perfect. <laughs> not so while, while Lyra and Niles are questioning Professor Grell, Thrain is asleep. Harry and... Ember, you just slowly back away. No one's looking at you. No one's paying you attention. Just quickly step out, close the door behind you very quietly, and then make your way across the campus following the glowing ball. It leads you back in through the main hall and then down a series of steps, heading down into the undercroft of the university. The stonework uh, as you head down becomes colder and colder, away from the sun and away from whatever magic keeps the upper floors a little bit heated. And as you make your way down into what was probably once the dungeons of some palace, the university is very old, and as you look at it, you realize it probably wasn't always a university. As you make your way down into the dungeon area, the ball hovers for a moment, and then you watch as it passes through a section of stonework, much like the stonework around it just passes through as if it wasn't even there. Could I get wow. both of you to please make me an investigation or perception check? Your choice. Spicy. Go for a perception check. 16, Harry. Brilliant. And uh, nine, nine, Ember. Ember, the stone here seems... perception 17. That's okay. I'm asking for an active, so it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. As Ember, as you as you look at the stonework, it's hard to make out where the ball went. And if there was maybe like it, it acted like there was a doorway here, but you just see stone, old stone, maybe slightly lighter colour than the stone around it. Harry, this looks very much like a false door. Very similar to the false door that the Thieves Guild use to move to and from parts of their safe houses and you know that somewhere in this false door most likely if it's the same as the mechanical ones constructed by the thieves guild there'll be a button that you can press if it's a magical door you might be in a bit more trouble but if it's a mechanical door you just have to look for the button or the, the lever that activates it yeah harry harry starts touching um the the wall around it looking is there a bookshelf for books looking for no just the stone but with both of you kind of working together and i mean you've got time right as you begin feeling over the stonework, before too long, Harry, your fingers trace over a section of stone that feels colder than the rest of it. And as you look closer, you can see that it's actually a tiny section of metal painted to look like stone. And as you press it in, it clicks. He, he, Harry, Harry, before Harry yeah. presses it, I press it, he's like, he, he, Ember, which of this? He presses it. <laughs> um, I assume Ember is watching oh it, God. given that there's nothing else to see down here in this like, stone corridor. But yeah, as as you press in the metal, uh, the metal button, Harry, there's a click, and then the sound of metal scraping on stone. A little bit of dust falls from the ceiling above you, and then you watch as with this grumbling grating sound, 
the wall slides back a tiny bit and then begins to move into the wall behind it, sliding across to reveal a small chamber beyond. As you peer in excitedly, maybe the first people to open this door in, who knows, decades? Maybe even centuries? You peer inside to find a small room, roughly about 10 feet by 10 feet. On the floor, you can see a a wooden container. And as you peer inside, hoping for treasure, you realize it's a bucket with the remains of a rotten mop hanging out the top of it. The shelves that have mostly collapsed probably were once adorned with cleaning supplies to help keep the dungeon nice and sparkly clean, but years of abandon have rendered it into dust. And as you look around the secret chamber, you realize this is a long forgotten janitor's closet. Sorry, This could be a cool, uh, a cool beast to set up in. It's a great idea. And only you and I know about ten foot by ten foot. Two people can fit in there comfortably standing. <laughs> That's it. Secret base. It could be the room of requirement. Secret closet. Secret closet in the dungeon. Secret. Um. Yeah, Harry. Harry gets a stone and carves into the wall. Amber and Harry was here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, great. I, put, I put the year in as well. Perfect. I actually I need to write down a set calendar. Write down a set calendar for Nostalgia. Because I have a timeline, but it's all from like because because the, the calendar I'm using is basically pre-ruin and post-ruin, because that's kind of like the fundamental event. So you got um but the problem is right, then that's still PR, pre-ruin and post-ruin PR. So I need to come up with a better Ooh. way of saying that. Like maybe before ruin and after ruin, BR and AR. BG, AG, before Giants and after Giants. Well, but there was no before Giants, so, like, yeah. it'd, it'd just be Giants and then no Giants, G and NG. <laughs> but yeah, I'll come, I'll, I'll, I, one of the things I'm working on is, like, a, a proper timeline and calendar, so I will have that ready to go, because I've got, I've got, like, a rough calendar to help, like, manage the lunar cycles. It's a lunar calendar for Nostate, because I've got two moons. It's much easier to work on a lunar calendar using the larger moon. I think BRAR works pretty well. BRAR done. I'll lock that in then. I'll uh, I'll make yeah. it. I'll make sure I uh, have that set up. But yes, sorry, Sai. Uh, 30, 30 on a D one hundred is not great. So <laughs> worth a try. <laughs> it's worth a try. <laughs> exactly. I, I fully respect the uh, respect the attempt, and I'm I'm sorry the dice were not uh, were not on your side tonight. Not tonight. If if you time. if you had rolled. 90 or above i would have then had you roll on the rare magic item table as you just stumble across a repository with a rare item just that's, that's not a bad chance we just have to do this harry it's your turn to do it <laughs> chat owen has to find the g spot on the calendar really chat is that what we're saying here for this <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> Why wow. is it always dirty with you guys, chat? Why is it always filth? Uh, all right, perfect. He's interpreting it Keep it coming. Keep, Keep it coming. I love it. Um, as as all of you, so Lyra, Niles, and uh, and Thrain, as you finish up talking with Professor Grell and turn around, you realize your companions are just gone. And as you make your way back towards the... Actually, no, sorry. What would you guys do? Would you make your way back towards the university or would you... Uh, if, I, if, they're, if they're gone, like gone, gone, I'd, I'd, I'd just 
Do the guide spell. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of the guide spell. I would walk outside and use Thaumaturgy to boom my voice three times loud and shout for them both. <laughs> As you do oh, that. I, I, see, I, yeah. I see our friends aren't here. I, I'll find them quickly. Ember! I'm not gonna yell. Thank you for, for people wearing headphones. The, the podcast listeners, <laughs> thank you. Um, as you, as you boom this out, the windows, the glass panes that make up the greenhouse rattle ominously, and you hear from inside. Was that really necessary? From inside, uh, as you hear someone call out, <laughs> Professor Grill struggling to keep the uh, keep the plants under under check and in control. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Stompertergy to boom my laughter three times loud as well. <laughs> as you do, you watch thrain as a glass panel just shakes free of the lead casing and drops inside you hear the smash from inside and oh that was right on top of me oh, i will go in and check in and help out with that actually what's what's wrong what happened oh as you peer inside well, you see so professor um, grill okay. <laughs> you see professor Grill carrying under a table glass having shattered on the table above him where he was carrying underneath. oh it's okay it didn't fall on you it fell on the table you're fine uh, you, I shrug you and I walk out and start looking You don't need for my to be friends. so loud as you leave. Um, Harry, you do hear my, this. My but... friends are missing. I'm looking for them. <laughs> Use it's, the it's... guide. As you walk out, you see Lyra holding her uh, hand going. I, actually, I will actually go, ah, that is a good point. Uh, guide, um, can you take me to friends, please? <laughs> uh, the little ball of light appears and leads you outside to Lyra and Niles and then winks out of existence. Oh, yes. Hello? Mm, no, that did not work. Uh, Lyra and Niles, what did you guys want to do? I'm surprised they don't have uh, dampening spells in the university. I thought they would have for sure have thought of Thorntush. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, uh, guide Harry, let's go find our friends. As you say guide not Harry, not Emma. As you say guide Harry, the little ball of light appears, hovers for a moment, and then takes off. Surely there's more than one Harry. There's probably more than one Harry. As you follow, as you follow the ball of light, <laughs> Damn it. you took this before I could reveal this. <laughs> as you follow the ball of light, it leads you to one of the gardeners shoveling manure onto the plants. And as the ball of light disappears in front of you, turns around and goes, "Hello there. How can I help you? Who are you, Harry?" I was after uh, my friend Harry, little uh, little rabbit uh, Harry. You, you weren't daft enough to just say Harry to it, were you? Um, no, yes, I... he was. He hundred percent was. No, he, he, no, he, he, he just said Harry. He just I said Harry and nothing else. I really admired your gardening here. I just want to say good work. He oh, has thank never you. seen you before. He does not care about your gardening, right. little man. He oh. he, 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 he <laughs> fucked up. Right. <laughs> What? I was, I was hoping that you cared about me gardening. I thought, I thought you liked it. You told me it was good. <laughs> oh, that's a bit sad, isn't it? No, it's good. It's good. It's very good. It's very impressive. It must take oh, a lot well, of effort to go. Well, deception check, check. Matt. So, what's so wonderful? Definitely deception check from Niles. Oh, my yes, it actually is deception. <laughs> Definitely Can I put deception. disadvantage? Uh, sure. Being, I, yeah, I'm you were. Being, you blatantly said you don't care about his garden yes. or about him. You don't care about this tiny man. Disadvantage, <laughs> Matt. Disadvantage, Matt. I need one more roll. <laughs> yes. Come on, that one. That one. Harry that the one. hedge trimmer. Ah. Nine. Um, he just shakes his head and goes, "It's a thankless job gardening." Goes back to shoveling manure. <laughs> oh, poor dude. Uh, are there any vegetables in this garden? 
unfortunately you're not there but yes there are uh can Harry and ember be heading to niles with the guide spell as well yeah how, what do you guys say oh uh uh Harry tries to yeah, lead, lead us back to Thrain, Lyra, and Niles, who were together at the time of, and he did this when when Thrain yelled. You could probably just you could probably just say Thrain, Niles, and Lyra of the Tempest Guild. Yeah, yeah I didn't. <laughs> Harry, as as you say that very confusing <laughs> sentence, you watch as the globe of light flickers on and then flickers off. Too many instructions. Pick one of them, I think, Harry. Yeah, okay, well, let, let's just walk backwards from the way we came. Yeah. As you guys make your way back up through the main uh, hall, you pass out towards the greenhouses, and as you step out through the doors over towards your right, far away from the greenhouses, talking to some man shoveling shit, you can see the rest of your team. Um, <laughs> it, it looks like they're like belittling this man. You watch as his shoulders slump. Oh, no, he sort of like looks no. a bit sad. He then goes back to no. shoveling poop again, and you can see this Niles is, getting a bit flustered from a distance. This is a huge misunderstanding. Ah, Niles, words have. They hurt. You got to be careful with your words, Niles. Thrain. Yes. I was trying to make good, but you were putting words in what? my mouth. I am not deceptive. I'm honest, man. Is that such a bad crime? I. I don't look, think so. I was legitimately impressed with the work that he was doing. Don't sound like it. Okay. He goes back and shovels. Uh, <laughs> let's just get out of here. I'm sorry, Niles. To, I think now to make up, you should help him with the manure. Um, uh, how much has he got to do? It's a pretty big pile. <laughs> Some sort of pachyderm did a huge. How about we both help him and see who is the better shuffler, hey? It's a challenge. Uh, I challenge you. Let's go. Let's help him. Uh, sure, fine. Just the train picking up yes. this shovel yeah. because I would not be getting any closer once there, I see this. So he, here's the thing: there is only one shovel, and it's the one the man is holding. Because why would he bring three shovels with him? He'd only have the one shovel. <laughs> well, then you have to use your hands. <laughs> oh, use your hands. Oh well, I don't care too much to be honest. I grew up in wilds. This is nothing. It's, 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 all right. it's all right. You don't. You don't. You don't need to shovel. Don't need oh, shovel shit to make me feel better. Okay. Go. Gloves. <laughs> he holds up his hands, which have gloves on them. It's okay, Harry. If Niles wants to wimp out of my challenge and he be loser, big baby, I can't do nothing oh, about it. My fighting spirit flashes for a second. I go. Yes. I'm not backing out of this fight. What do you think? What makes you think that I will back out of this? Fine. I will help you pick up and. Distribute this. I, 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 I have a job to do. I, what, what about if I uh, if, what about if I let you use my shovel and whoever can shovel the most shit in 30 seconds each is the winner and then I can go back to my job. I pick up, I, I, I grasp the, the, the shovel. He hands it to you. Yes. Yeah. I, nice. I shall take up this. I shall do this. Alright, roll me a athletics or acrobatics check. I turn the shovel into my monk, into a monk weapon for the. Best. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, Matt. Nice. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Well, not this for tonight. Hundred percent. Herd of owlbear. Uh, yeah, what, what probably was it. Probably was a herd of owlbear who made this mess. There's a lot of people. Uh, yeah. What, what am I rolling? Uh, ath athletics or acrobatics check. Your choice. Definitely an acrobatics check. 11. 
And Thrain, would you like to roll oh, an athletics no. or acrobatics check? That's so bad with a plus eight. Oh, Sixteen. I, I'm gonna roll for the. I'm gonna roll for the uh, the farmer, um, who I've now decided is Harry the hedge trimmer, as per suggestion from chat, <laughs> which is pretty good. Let's okay, roll. Let's roll for him. I'm just gonna pull up the commoner stats, and we'll just roll. <laughs> <laughs> Thrain, what was yours? 16. Mate. 16. Look. Niles Niles gives it a go. And Niles, you are you are quick, but you can't you don't really fill the shovel, and so you're kind of just like spraying shit off the top of the pile. There's no technique. You're just like ha, 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 just going for speed and, and almost like using a quarter staff to do like these little quick jabs. You're just kinda of like scooping up a tiny little bit and flinging it off into the garden. It, there's no finesse. Thrain, yeah, okay. you you can fill the shovel no doubt about it but then you're squashing the plants underneath essentially what is <laughs> a, a good couple of kilos per shovel full of, yes. of owlbear shit um well, for yeah. 16 the farmer uh, for harry the hedge trimmer actually rolled an 18 and he's a commoner so he gets no plus to this that's a flat 18 yes, um, nice. wow. as, as he just shakes his head takes the shovel off you and then proceeds to silently school the both of you just oh, saying no, nothing fine. i'm I'm not going to be silent. As he does better than me, I'm actually going to start cheering him on. Harry, Harry, Harry. I start taking notes on his technique. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I... This is so Look at you, see? You're a good, a good gardener. Why were you so yes. down before? Niles, why did you say such mean words to this man? <laughs> I, did not, I did not. I did not say anything of the sort. Niles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Harry. I shake my head with disappointment. I'm not angry, Niles. I'm just disappointed. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Classic. I, fly, I, I fly up to get like towards your head and I just give you like a whack behind the back of the head. <laughs> nice. Cool. Now, All right. Are we, well, while this is happening, yeah. can, um, I knew Harry, it was going to be something. Can Harry yeah. just like, because there's vegetables here, can Harry just take enough vegetables for like, I don't know, himself and a couple others? Just yeah, roll me, a, roll me a stealth check. Roll me a stealth check. Oh, yeah. Still okay. of Harry. Uh, Side of hand or stealth? Edge. I'm going to say either. Your choice. Yeah, stealth is higher. I'll take stealth. Ah, 14. 14. Look, I will be fair. I will be fair. I I will roll perception for this. 14. You see this. Anyone with a passive perception, 14 and higher sees this. I will roll for the farmer. I will be fair. I will roll for him. Actually, tell you what. No, no, tell you what. Who who wants Harry to fail the most? Probably Lyra. Um, Ali, could you please roll me a d20? Is it a Camille tea garden? Is it, is it what it is? is this... It looks like a really large veggie garden that he's actually working on. Oh, well then... Oh, fuck's sake. Four. <laughs> he, no, he's... I mean, he's focused on shoveling. I mean, you don't get to an yeah. 18 without a commitment to the craft, and he yeah. his focus is on what he's doing. He's, he has... I'm... Focus. I'm feeling protective of Harry the gardener now, the hedge trimmer. Well, what kind of vegetables and, um, and fruit are in the garden? Uh, I, I mean, I think you know what's there, mate. There's carrots, there's tomatoes, yeah. there's some corn, there's a few fruit trees at the back. There's not many of each. It looks like this is a, a garden, excuse me, to grow components that might be needed, not for food, but more for spells. As you look around, okay. you can see a number of herb bushes. Beer's really coming back to haunt me. Um, a number of spell bushes. Spell bushes? A number of herbs that might be used <laughs> in spells growing on bushes. Um as well as some flowers, things like that. It looks it looks like a garden that's used to help cultivate things that might be needed for potions or for, for spellcraft. Harry doesn't take more than he needs. He takes one carrot. Yep. Uh, he sees Thrain sees him, so Harry just picks a single tomato and throws it to Thrain for Thrain to have a munch on. And if he doesn't make eye contact with anyone else, he just walks away and starts walking out. Yeah. 
Done. Yeah, I think we all yeah. did the same after. Um, Harry, the head streamer, just letting you know we took a carrot and tomato. I hope that doesn't. I hope you don't mind. That's that's fine. No, no, that's all, that's all good. Like good. Students come and practice uh, spellcraft here to make it. Uh, I'm becoming uh, Professor Grell again. Sorry, let me get the accent right. <clears throat> the, the students come here to to, to get the this the, the practice their magic and make things grow. Nay, bother. You are a man amongst boys, uh, Harry. Thank you so much. I am sorry yet again for my harsh words from my friend here. Um, but we will go now, um, your honorable god, though. While that's happening, words. Dave, what the fuck are you stealing now? No, no, no. Well, um, so that nobody, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if anyone has a passive perception high enough to see No, this, no one has a passive perception 25, mate. What do you say? Come on, what's, Harry, what's this Harry, for? Slip, Harry slips his silver in the, in the, in the, the farmer's pocket. Oh, nice. Aww, that's really no, nice. one, no one sees that. Um, yeah, but sorry, he doesn't Harry. want anyone from the party to know. That's, no, that's really good. Nice. It, nice. It, it, for reference, it's it's nice to know what you're doing before you roll, <laughs> so that oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Because otherwise, you could be like, oh, "I was just practicing a roll." If it's a shit roll, and I know you guys wouldn't do that, but just just as an FYI, it's nice for me to know in advance what you're rolling for. Because like maybe maybe I would slide ahead is appropriate for that, but yeah, just for future. <laughs> but yeah, Fair you just enough. drop Fair a silver enough. in. No no dramas. You sneak up to him. As you drop the silver in and then make your way back, the rest of you join and, and leave Harry the hedge trimmer to his uh, his shoveling of poop. As you make your way back towards the Tempest Adventuring Guild, I'm going to do a little bit of a time skip just because uh, yeah. expediency. Um, as yep. you, I, I still get that spear and I probably have a bath now that I'm coming. Yes. Yeah. The whole walk back though, I'm just looking at Niles and shaking my head every now and again. <laughs> I, Niles is still is trying his best to ignore it, but also is like, <laughs> failing very miserably. And, retaliating the good news point. is niles as you get back to howls under the earth she does indeed have a spear for you and because it is Incredible. just mundane item uh, and because of the previous stuff you've given her including those uh, fragments of giant metal she's happy to part with this spear for free um the spear that she hands across to you is yeah it, it's interesting niles wooden shaft the tip the actual uh, metal um tip of the spear it uh, looks like it's been folded over many times. The metal has these like layers to it, um, almost like it's been made of um, oh, what's that technique of Damascus steel? Almost Damascus like it's a, steel. yeah, almost like it's yeah. been folded over to give it this yeah Damascus wow. steel uh, appearance That's to impressive. it. Uh, Lyra, what did you want to do? You wanted to catch up with Shana. I've got some good news. Shana's coming with you on the airship with Mira, so you have a chance Yay! to talk with her while you guys are making your way to Greenness. So I'll say for the purposes of expediency, as you guys gather your stuff together, have a uh, last night at the Tempest Guild at the Night Hall, um, have a shower, have a bath, have some good food, some good wine, and then wake up bright and early the next day to get on the airship. Oh no, no, so the airship was going to take you overnight, so no, sorry, you don't spend the night at the Tempest Guild. You freshen up and then you make your way to the airship docks as you get onto an air of decency. Um, Shana and Mira are both there waiting for you, along with Leosin and the the crew of an air of decency. Um, is this is this the yeah. first time I met Shana? I think this is the first time that all of you have met Shana. Yeah. yeah, nice, cool. As as you guys get onto the ship, then I should describe Shana. So Mira there is there, the uh, red and silver dragonborn at the helm. Leosin, uh, tall half elf, with her looking over the controls and, and uh, a large map in front of him that is very carefully plotting over as he as he examines. On the deck of the ship is a woman, pale skin. Uh, what's Shana's hair color again? It's like light uh, white, isn't it? Yes, it's like a very I think pale it was white. whitey lilac. Yeah, that's right, like a, a sort of whitish lilac. Um, 
long, slender, snake-like tail from her waist down where her legs would be, and small patches of very soft greenish-blue scales uh, dotting the uh, the outside of her, her skin. Um, you can see that her eyes don't have that kind of snake-like appearance, the slit snake-like appearance. The pupils are much more like Lyra's. And in fact, as you look at her, um, you notice that her eyes are green where Lyra's are blue. No, sorry, other way around. Her eyes are blue where Lyra's are green. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, but otherwise, she looks very similar to Lyra. They could almost be sisters if it weren't for the snake-like tail. Um, she seems to be uh, going through a pack that she has strapped to her waist. And as she is looking through, pulling out these strange crystals and examining them, as soon as she sees you, Lyra, a big smile just beams across her face and she slithers across the deck, wrapping you up in a big hug, lifting you up a little bit as she spins you around and puts you down and goes, Hey, oh, how you doing? How's, how's everything going? Yeah, good, good. Like, long time no see. Well, kind of, not really. Nah, Where did you not go that long. To anyway? Oh, nothing that interesting. Just tracking down some rumours about some yuan tea up to some some nasty business. And I, I figured I'm probably the best person to try and infiltrate yuan tea, given my snake tail. But didn't turn out to be anything too too crazy. But hey, I've got this really cool spellcasting focus. And she pulls up Ooh. this coiled serpent holding a bright... Uh, a very large, bright green emerald in its mouth, uh, carved wow. out of gold or, or set out of gold, and she holds it up. You watch as she focuses, and as she opens her eyes, her pupils move into the slits, and as the emerald glows, she holds up her hand, and green flames begin to dance across her fingers, and then she closes it again. Yeah. Hey, I think it's cool. cursed, though. In what way? Ah, you don't need to worry about that. Nothing to fear. It's, it's not going to, like separate yourself from your body and like you know land you halfway across the plane is it girl that was that was like four months ago we're not doing that again yeah i know it's way too soon way too soon it, so, it, we need at least another four months before we even consider going back to their worlds that's that's what i was thinking so I, look i heard you guys were heading over to green nest uh i thought i'd tag along for a little bit uh, I, I figured i'd keep the airship safe while we drop mira off at the uh off at the storm giants and then i thought i might Maybe come and meet up with you guys in the Underdark a little bit later on if, you, if you're free, or maybe meet you down at the Shattered Isles, whatever suits you guys. Definitely. I mean, I don't know about the others, and she's sort of, you know, looking over her shoulder to see if anyone's... Sorry, I'm being bigger. so rude. Hey, guys, I'm Shana. How you doing? Oh, hey, Shana! <laughs> yes! Hey. Uh, oh, yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. Big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat. I've heard all, I've heard all about your exploits. Uh, you were uh, a formidable, formidable... Uh, warrior of the Tempest Guild. She, like, doesn't, her smile doesn't fade, but she leans over to the side to Lyra and goes, what does he mean I I was a formidable... Oh, no, I mean... <laughs> still am. Uh, well, I mean, um, you're getting old now. You know how these things are. <laughs> like, you know, was was uh, a good war? What happened? Did you have an uh, injury? No, no, no. I mean, she did kind of get turned into a snake. Oh, yes. That was I'm, I'm used to it now, though. Like, it's not, it's not that bad. Um... Actually, Niles, you really have to be careful with your words. They uh, hurt people. Yes, Thrain. <laughs> yet again, sort of shake my head. Actually, yet again, not angry, just disappointed. I'm, I'm sorry. Your uh, words yes. matter. It's true. Yes, you were quite right. Yes. Um, I, you know, you're insensitive I was, I was joking. I'm not, I'm not at all insulted. I've got much thicker skin than that. Well, thicker scales, I guess. But I'm not... It doesn't... That doesn't worry me at all. Like, you're fine, Niles. I'm oh, praying. thank goodness. Oh, I thought I'd ruined everything. No, it's well, great to meet you, though. 
crew, Shana, Shana, Niles, Harry, Thrain, and Ember. It's all right. I, I actually know all your names. I had a peek at some of your CVs. I was around. Oh! Mira was excited. What, you know how she gets. What is, what is CV? So it's like a record of all the cool shit you've done. I think CV stands for cool... Victories. Victories. Yeah. Ah. She gives us mm. Mine could not fit in one page. <laughs> Depends how big the page is, I guess. <laughs> I mean, no one would know my exploits up north and such. I sort of sheepishly just sort of shuffle back a little bit. <laughs> um, actually, it's kind of it's kind of good I caught you, Lyra. There's something I've been meaning to say. Our mutual friend, speaking of CVs, our, our cool friend whose name starts with a V. Um, Usually we won't cool a bit liberally, but all right, go yeah, on. Yeah, take out the cool. Um, yeah, he, there, there's something going on, and I know he's not telling me everything, but he mentioned once or twice about something happening in the dark, something to do with a mirror, and I don't As know. a mirror or our mirror? Mirror, a M-I-R-R. O-R. No, it definitely, the way you say it, it, was, it wasn't, you know how like everyone pronounces Mira's name like Mira. Like, that's the proper way I to pronounce it. I think he does. <laughs> he didn't say it like that. Um, All right. No. Yeah, Varys mentioned a mirror, like a, a reflective mirror. And I don't know, it just gave me a bad feeling. And that's, I figured I'd come keep an eye on you guys and make sure you get there safely. And maybe meet up with you guys after or, or maybe meet you guys down there. I, I'm probably being overprotective. You're more welcome just to straight up come with us. I mean, you don't have to no, go got, off. i something else I need to do first, but I, I can I can come find you later. All right, but I mean, look, for what it's worth, I don't think the guy's ever told you the whole truth about anything ever. Like, he, he tends to sort of only tell people, well, tell you what seems convenient at the time. And Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Nah, it's, it's not worth talking about. Uh, yeah, but look, I'll, I'll, I'll come along. I think it'll be really fun. I'll keep an eye on you guys, and then I'll I'll catch up with you. Maybe I just here. She reaches into her bag and pulls out a stone marked with what looks like a mouth and an ear carved into it in relief. Just take this, and if anything happens, just think of me, call out, and I will come and find you. I just I, I want you to be safe. It's a sending stone. I've got the other one. Cool. Um- Lyra adds it to her collection of sending stones. Yeah. Uh, the other one that was with the cart was actually built into the cart. You no longer have that. Oh, that is now. Cool. Uh, I, wasn't it a set that we got from Mira? Mira had the other one. Uh, I think Mira probably would have the taken cart. them back when you guys got back to the guild, just because you don't need to be in contact with Mira anymore. So I'll say that. Right. Well, I, I, look, I don't know to mention that. Do you want messages from like 3 a.m. in the morning? Yeah. Niles, <laughs> be like. Hey, Mira. <laughs> Just check it in. Hey, girl. Um, I know you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mira, Mira would have Mira would have taken them back. Unfortunately, uh, oh. she needs them to communicate back to the guild with uh, Azure while she's on the uh, on the airship. Uh, not on the airship. Sorry, while she's on the on the uh, Storm Giant Castle. Um, so Mira, sorry, that that I should have mentioned that I I must have forgotten. Mira takes back Ascending Stones, but you are given Ascending Stone connection to Shana. Uh, if you are in danger yeah, yeah. or if you need Shana. Yeah. I, I just, I'd feel better knowing that I can get in contact with you and yeah. I, is this I a limited time use kind of thing or is it just kind of like normal sending stone? I think it's just a normal sending stone. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, like 
prepares to mentally just sort of send like a running commentary of anything that happens when we're down in the underdark. Look, I, I know I know we sort of said that we were like doing our own thing and, and I'm being a bit overprotective. I only just got you back. I sorry if this is a bit much. Just tell me and I'll back off. I said nothing of the sort. Although it was you the one that wanted to go off and had adventures first time on your own for a long time. Look, it is nice having a physical form. Uh, I do feel guilty about stealing your original body to have one, but hey, look, what what's a physical form between friends, right? Exactly. I got a new one. A much shorter one. That's it's in small places. That was that was stressful and hard work. Um but yeah, I'm really happy about that too. Um she looks you up and down, Lyra. She leans she looks over at the group and she leans over, sort of figuring out the best person to ask. Noticing Ember looks to be a bit druidic as well. She leans over towards you, Ember, and goes, Hey, um, the mushroom stuff. Could you just keep an eye on that? Make sure it doesn't get out of hand. I, I, it seems under control at the moment, but yep, sure thing. I'll, uh, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll, I'll let you know of any changes. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, just, it's new and it's weird. And it's from the Fae and I, I just don't trust it. Yeah, um, the hell is it fun? <laughs> oh, look, I, um, I, I, it's, it's, I was hoping to spare you from being bound to some power of magic that you don't understand, like I am with Varys. Sorry, didn't mean to say that name. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> just hoping that, hoping that you would have been spared by that, and now there's some weird face stuff going on with mushrooms and things. And now you're heading to the Underdark. There's lots of mushrooms down there. Just, just don't go crazy with it, all right? Like. Let's be safe, hey? I don't want to have to bring you back from the Feywild again. Or, like, another plane of existence. That was rough. Yeah, that'd probably be really difficult. I'm not sure how much the soul can actually take of that. Yeah. Just just be careful. I will be, mostly. <sighs> Good. Same I, goes then, I guess. Yeah. Perfect. With that, unless there was anything else you wanted to ask Shana, if there was anything else anyone else wanted to ask Shana, the airship takes off. The journey towards... Sorry, Sai, you got... I can see a question. Oh, no, I just wanted to ask, because we're going with, with Mira. Um, yeah. I just wanted to... I mean, this is probably something I should ask you first, but last time I was on the ship, I was able to use the you know the, the heat to create some glass. Yeah. I just wanted to ask Mira... I'm not... I don't know that much about D&D in the end compared to everyone else, but enchanting some glass to do something which yeah what, do you, what are you thinking yeah yeah uh, i i know that there's dispel magic which obviously only lasts for a certain amount of time but i want to ask mira if she's able to help me put that into a glass vial or to enchant a glass vial to do that as you as you approach mira about it she sort of like nods along and goes oh that is very interesting unfortunately i am not much of an enchanter um Professor Griswold is the one you would want to speak to, but uh, we've not been able to get in contact with him for some time. You could try talking to Arvo downstairs, our um, Leosan uh, artificer. I am not sure what his skills are with enchanting. Otherwise, you're heading down to the, the Underdark. You could speak to uh, a Drow Enclave, one of the friendly ones who uh, deal with uh, or, or follow the teachings of Damir. Drow magic is, is powerful. They, uh, they have many, many uh, uh, magical gifts. They might be able to help you. Otherwise, uh, I know the Sverniblen are, are crafty. Maybe they can do something similar. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just hoping to get something on the way. So sounds like, like a great idea. I'll ask downstairs and then I'll ask when we get there as well, I suppose. Great. Sounds good. 
uh, perfect. Alrighty. It only takes, it takes overnight, essentially, to arrive at the town of Greennest. As you sleep on the airship in the barracks that are set out for you, the journey is calm and peaceful. The airship, uh, the, I mean, the skies are clear, there's no wind, so the airship sails through the skies steadily and peacefully. The the gentle hum of the engines keeping it aloft actually help lull you to, to sleep, this sort of nice, gentle background noise. And as you awaken with the sun, the airship lands just outside the town of Greennest, the ladder thrown down, and as you make your way down the ladder and across the grassy fields, Mira having spent a little bit of time the night before showing you where the caverns are on a map. The journey only takes a couple of hours through the nearby woods. Unfortunately, the airship unable to land anywhere near the woods or or unable to drop you anywhere near the woods, but it's not a bad walk. It's nice and peaceful. The area clearly has fully recovered from whatever happened with the dragon cultists during the tyranny of dragons the, there are some signs that the town once was attacked some signs that there was once a camp here with soldiers rushing through you find the occasional discarded wagon half buried in the in the grass you find a few dull, uh, dull steel swords or dull iron swords i should say a few uh, broken pieces of armor but otherwise the land has recovered fully passing through the forest you arrive at the edge of the cave network that leads into hopefully the underdark camping outside the front you can see a collection of three figures dark gray skin just camped in the mouth of the cave looks like they're in the process of moving their camp into the cave roughly about two and a half to three feet tall dark black hair done up into tight buns uh, soft grey skin, slightly larger hands and uh, heads proportional to their body are what only what could only be the Sverniblum that you were told to meet. And as you head down and approach, they turn around with big smiles upon their faces. Hello there! Oh, mates, how are you doing? How, how are you, are you, you're the Tempest Guild, right? Yes, indeed. Oh, so good to meet you lot. Hey, I'm Gobbledy. How are you? It's lovely to meet you. Go- Gobbledy, was it? Ah. Gobbledy, this is Gook. Gook? Oh, hello. Hello there. And this is Noose. Noose? Oh, wow. Hmm. Nice to meet you too. Hi, I'm mate. Niles. I'm Niles. And, and these, are my, these, are, these are my friends here. What? We've got, uh, we've got Lyra, Harry, uh, Ember... And we've also got Thrain, and was Shana coming with us, Lyra? Is she? Uh, she'll meet back up with us later. Uh, she got Okay, very good. Yes. What? Excellent. It's so pleased you guys could make it. We're hoping we can uh, get a bit of help freeing all of our friends who've been uh, enslaved by the Dwerga. It's, oh, it's really sad. They're all they're all like slaves right now. That's no good. That's that's awful. That is terrible. You seem very upbeat about this. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> um. Could you care to elaborate on the situation a little bit more? We've, we've heard uh, from from Mira, obviously. She's given us a bit of a rundown. But uh, tell me, what's the situation there at the moment? Oh, it's pretty bad. I mean, a whole bunch of my friends and family were killed when the Dwergar invaded. Our, our village has been completely that's, destroyed. We tried seeking refuge on the on the Dark Lake. A few of us were taken by some like giant tentacle monster. It's, oh, been, it's been awful, mate. It's been terrible. Yes, yes. Oh. Yes. Oh dear. That's that's awful. That is actually terrible. Um, yeah. It's, oh, it's man. It's pretty rough down there. Yes, we have heard that the Undertark is pretty pretty rough. Um, 
But yes, uh, so the Duriga, they, they, this is not, I mean, we've heard the Duriga come sometimes, they take over parts of land. This is, this is much more than normal, right? This is, this is, Oh, yeah, they've, they've always been pretty rough with us. Like, if they if they come across any of our foragers, they'll probably beat them up and steal their shit. Oh, they, that was pretty standard. But this is this is significant, correct? Yeah, I think enslaving our village is a bit of an escalation that was uncalled yes, for. Yes, yes. No, I'm just saying, I'm just establishing this is not a normal... Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not just us either. There's a whole bunch of people. Some surface dwellers too. Uh, actually, I swear I've seen another owl-looking fellow down there too. What? Really? Yeah, well, I mean, we were hiding out, hoping to free some of our people. There were just a whole bunch of people taken, some elves. Oh, man, but there was this one person. And then as he's like, I mean, like, I'm going to say this right now. The tone, the energy, weird. And as, yeah. as he's, like, getting into this story, as Gobbledy's getting into this story, uh, Gook, the female gnome, tugs on the shot and goes, oh, no, tell him about the beheading. Oh, mate, yeah, that was brutal. This one person was, like, carrying stuff and he dropped it. And I, the worker just cut his head off. Can I do an insight check? Yeah, man, of course uh, you can. Yeah, can, can, can Harry do it well? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll let the other guys do it. Um, uh, Thrain's not going to, because I think, I think Thrain's sort of into, like, their upbeat, sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, natural 20. Um, wow. Something's very up, Harry, with an inside of 24. Mm. Something's odd. Th- this... There's something maybe even magical happening here. Something like yeah. their their response makes no sense. They they are they're talking as if it's just something just something random or something. Yeah, do, just, do they just, seem under the influence of charmed or some sort of doesn't doesn't memory necessarily alteration? I'm gonna say with a natural twenty. No, I mean memory alteration doesn't seem to to make sense either. Like the way that they're talking, they it just sounds like I mean, they're not—they're not glossing over details. If anything, they're, they're being very uh, upfront about the situation. But some something else, something magical. Maybe not a charm, but something uh, else is affecting. But to them, they don't—it doesn't feel like they think they're lying. No, they—they they, they, everything they're saying seems true. It's just bizarre the way they're phrasing it, and they—and they seem like I'm going to say the natural twenty. Being changed. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Harry, as you look. Their eyes are the only thing that seems to be unaffected by whatever this is. You can see pain there. You can see sorrow and grief. But wow. everything else, everything else about their affect, really weird. Upbeat. Happy about it. How, how, how did you guys get away? Oh, we got lucky. We uh, we we had to sort of crawl through a patch of mushrooms, uh, some spores. I we breathed in all of that. We didn't have any of our any of our masks or facial coverings. Oh, it's pretty bad. I mean, two of us died just breathing mm. in the spores. Tim asks, just got him. In, um, the, the, the spores make you feel anything different? Oh, I, glance, I glance at Lyra at that, like... Yeah, we, we probably should have mentioned, we're, we're also poisoned by these spores. Um, I mean, they're slowly killing us. It's pretty bad. Uh, uh, should we... Do you need to get... We, should we get them... Should we get them to... Yeah, we need to head down to the Mykonid colony. But uh, the problem is we didn't know how to get there and there's a whole bunch of monsters in the way. So, I mean, and so many of us had perished, right? We were like, nah, what's the sense in wasting a few more bodies? So we thought the message was more important than our lives in this case. You know how it is. Is this something that she might be able to use her um, herbalism kit and try and make up like an antidote, like based on maybe leftover spores on their clothing or just a general mm-hmm. mushroomy... Yeah. 
knowledge. Absolutely. Now, the way we do toolkit checks is uh, for things like Thieves Tool, it obviously makes sense that you might use uh, uh, um, Dexterity as your main role for it. Now, you're proficient in the Herbalism Kit. Uh, yeah, also the um, uh, the racial feature where yeah. just have a good nap. <laughs> do you, <laughs> you want to describe to me what skills particularly you would be drawing upon? What abilities would you be drawing Sorry. upon to help make this antidote? Are you using your knowledge of plants, maybe drawing upon your intelligence? Are you... Because one of the ways that we sort of do skill checks is a little bit different. There's one of my variant rules. To make tool proficiencies better for everyone, I actually let the players kind of determine what they think is the most appropriate stat and then describe it, and then that becomes the proficiency check. So probably with... Um, has she sort of heard of these mushrooms before, specifically... Um the Tim masks and, um, you know, sort of the ones that they were mentioning. So I guess with her internal knowledge sort of of the mushrooms themselves, um, maybe she has some sort of working knowledge of like methods of actions, um, what parts of the body, brain, like maybe they target, um, yeah. neutralizing agents, um, Getting as much sort of... insight if you can. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're drawing upon your wisdom or intelligence. Would you like to roll um, essentially a proficiency, a, a, a skill check with proficiency on wisdom? So that would probably be insight for you, I imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can roll insight <laughs> that. And we'll use that as your herbalism kit check for this. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. 14. Lyra, you have heard of some toxins causing behavioral changes in people who ingest them. Um, it sounds like these people breathed this in. Same thing. It seems like, from what you understand and your knowledge of medicine, they are getting a massive hit of dopamine. Basically, and I'd say probably dopamine and adrenaline to keep because they're really energetic. They seem really energized. As you think it through, it would make sense for a plant that wants to spread its spores really, really far away to make the person infected with it happy and energized because that person's going to travel and then when they eventually succumb to the poison that's now a new colony far away from the parent plant that can now grow and spread that does not seem impossible to you as you consider the alternatives um and she yeah with that role she has no idea sort of it's gonna be hard to yeah i mean look if, if there's two problems here potentially one is are the spores toxic if so, you're going to need to get them out of their blood and out of their brain. That's going to be tough. If it's not the spores, if the spores are still in their lungs and it's something else, a toxin leaches through, I mean, any antitoxin should be able to help with this. If you have any antitoxin on you, that might be that might help. If it's, if it's, if it is separate, but the problem is you, you just don't know. If the spores are small enough that they've traveled through the lungs into the blood, uh, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Taking, um, taking sort of, you know, just like, unless any of the others sort of have any kind of antitoxin. No. Um, sort N of, Niles, um, Niles was just going to, like, I guess come at it from a slightly different angle, okay? Because I'm going to, uh, Niles is going to lean a little bit more into, like, the, uh, maybe, like, his, his key training. Like, I know it, it, this seems like it's some sort of, like, poisoning, but, um, Niles is just looking maybe at, like, trying to recall any sort of training he has in terms of like maybe like acupuncture or any of his like monastic training that might be able to assist in any alleviating the symptoms or making them we, less maybe deadly together 
Because I was yeah. thinking, if I, if they probably have spores still on their clothing and stuff, so Lyra was going to hose them down with the uh, abusable yeah. water canister. Yeah, yeah. And then sort of once there's no chance of reinfection, if then you can use your key magic and... Um... Yeah, yeah. I was just going to see if there was, like, maybe... Like, I, I think Niles realises there's probably nothing he can do to, like, essentially save them, but he might be able to, like... Um, ex extend the duration potentially, like make them last a little longer. Well, if you guys can do stuff like that, if you can't cure them but you can prolong it, we could maybe take them with us. And if we yeah, come that's... across the market, it's, we, we that, can. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that's I'm not thinking. not a bad idea at all. Niles, do you want to roll me a medicine check? I sure do. Only a plus two. Is Lyra helping with that at all? Uh, Lyra is helping. I've made the DC easier. Oh, that natural one's not going to help with that. <laughs> Holy shit. Niles, oh, you know no. exactly. You know exactly how to help these people. There's a, a number of like key pressure points across the chest and body that will help oh, ease no. ease their pain. I mean, you can cure them. I, this is easy. You don't know what Lyra's talking about. You just need to hit the right points. You just and it's and it's about force as well. Like you can't hold back. You really need to just punch these oh, pressure points no. as hard as you can, and you'll 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 cure these people. It's going to be easy. Uh, that's a natural one for medicine, by the way. Fuck. Yeah. Um, you could, you could, you've got yeah, this, Niles. You can fix them. They're, they're, they're hurting, Niles. I have to. I have to follow through <laughs> with this. I, I can't not because this is like what, what I was gonna do. Um, uh, Lara, I, I think I might be able to assist them. Um, I like put my. Hands you're together. sure you know what you're doing, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. That's He's crazy. very sure. I'm very <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, like, Could I, I put my hands together. What was that? Sorry. Uh, what was that? Sorry, sorry. Oh. I could I quickly pick my brain to think if there's any kind of natural remedies? Like, do it. Like, yeah, do you want to roll me a medicine check? 100%. Medicine? Or nature, okay. your choice. Medicine yeah. or nature. Nature's going to be better for me. So I'm going to say, as you, as you consider this, Niles is at least going to get one key uh, yeah. key therapy off. <laughs> <laughs> Niles, could you make me an unarmed strike, please? Sure. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And who are, you, who are you uh, helping? Uh <laughs> Gobbly, gook, or what was the third one? Noose. Noose. This hasn't said anything, so I'm probably gonna take noose. <laughs> noose. Okay, great. A quick jab to like one of the acupuncture points to see if he can like alleviate yeah. his symptoms a little bit. Go for uh -huh. it. Roll me. Roll me an attack and unarmed strike. Great, Unless you're using yeah. your spear. <laughs> I need to know that. No, no, no. That's a twelve. Though. That's pretty low. Oh my God. Um, let me have a quick look. Let me have a quick you look. Kill this dude. This doesn't hit. Unbelievable. <laughs> I will. I have a question, Owen. Are they yeah. willing? Oh, they are willing. Yeah. So this does hit. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. Roll me damage. Roll me damage, Matt. I can't believe you've done this. Roll me damage, Matt. Thank you, Jared. I'm not letting you off easy, Matt. Jared. Jared, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to grant you a uh, an inspiration for your oh. honesty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, cool. That's good. That's awesome. Nah, let's just roll Thanks. me damage. Don't even bother. Like, let's just let's just get some Dimashios in here. I should add that I'm not looking to kill. If, if anything, yeah. this is going to knock them out. Yeah, right? yeah. So... that's okay. I mean, they're dying anyway, so even if you do kill them, you just be pretty much seven. Out. Okay, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, as you as you and strike out with your with your fists, you strike right in the center of the chest of Noose. Noose sort of stumbles back. <gasps> trying to get a breath in but winded and you watch this do sort of like drops to the ground going <laughs> trying why, to breathe why, why are we why are we hitting little people oh it was a 
Oh, maybe I miscalculated. I I studied acupuncture back in the in, back in my in my monastery. Uh, I oh, thought special medicine. Noose, how you feeling, mate? You watch this noose goes <laughs> raises the thumbs up and then like ah, smiles at you, Niles, <laughs> and then coughs up a bit of blood. Is it meant to do that? Was he doing um, that before? Oh, that's uh, good. That I must be the bad was. blood. Cough it up, noose. Get that bad blood out of you, mate. <laughs> No decency is like still there. No, you know it it flew off when you got dropped off. I'm beginning to think perhaps I hit the wrong note. I'm sure it's fine. Um, Uh, Is he meant to be coughing up blood? Uh, I don't. don't It's it's probably healthy cough blood, right? You know, Niles, you know what I said? Words hurt, but punches hurt more. (laughs) You've never said that. I I am now saying that. Oh my, this is not my day, is it? Oh, maybe maybe it's an incompatibility thing. Maybe your surface medicine doesn't work on us deep folk. That's all right. You yeah. gave it a go, mate. Thank you for trying. Oh, that's okay. Oh, he's so nice about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's the toxin. I was him and like frown a little bit like, thank you. Well, thank hey, you. Let's... I, like, I like the cut of these people's jibs. Yeah, it's it's getting a bit bright out here. Where, where, where are we gonna where are we gonna pack up and head into the cave now that the sun's up? So, do you, I mean, do you want to? Come with us. We'll take you down below. We'll see. I mean, look, we probably won't well, make it to the village before we before we expire. So, I mean, if you can I, take I our bodies my, back to the village with my you, my friend be over great. there, um, the tall uh, furblog over there, he he, Ember, you did look like you wanted to do something. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Ember, yeah. with the nature of thirteen, um, the only way you can keep these people alive is by reducing their physical activity. If this is a bloodborne toxin. You need to slow down their heart rate and slow down their the movement of the blood through their body as much as possible. Um, the toxin, if you can slow it down and stop the spreading effects, hopefully the liver, but the problem is they're so small. The liver normally can kind of deal with toxins, but they're only two and a half feet. It's going to be tricky. What you're saying is, Owen, yeah. knocking them out wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It probably, probably it's stopping their activity. Uh, yeah, I mean, help, if they're though. unconscious, their heart rate slows. That's a, that is a fact. That's all. I'm just saying, they coughed up blood. But it's Ember, fine. yeah, I mean, the the best thing you can do is if if you can get some antitoxin, either either make some or find some. If you've got a herbalism kit, you can make some. If you if you're able to find some antitoxin, that'd be ideal. Well, seeing that Lyra was already trying to yeah. do something, I'd probably share that. Saying, I mean, if there's any plants in the area or you have any mushrooms to help relax them, that's probably the best we can. Did you say to limit their activity there? Did you also say that? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just mostly to relax or to, to calm oh. them down to, to Lyra this at is, least. This is fine. You could do that. All three of them can jump on my back if they wish, if I can take three. I, I don't yeah, know if we want like you to feet. do that though. <laughs> you can three. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, we're happy not to walk. Although you're a bit yes. big, mate. You might struggle to get through some of the gnome holes. Nah, that's all right. We'll lead you around. Okay, yes, you do that. You, I help you, you help me, yes? And uh, my friend over here, they will also help you with whatever Ember said. I didn't really understand half of it. I, I think, Crane, right. we've got to be careful with this spores, though. Yeah, that, that's, I've already that's pushed also, them like... down, so it's no, no external yeah. as long as they don't... Are they breathing perish. out spores? Um, uh, Lyra, you don't, Lyra and Ember, you both don't think they are. You think that whatever they've okay. breathed in is now like settled in their lungs or has moved across into their blood. They're not infectious. It's not a, It's not an infectious disease they've got. Mm. Harry um, washes the carrot he was eating and puts it in his bag. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, Ember, I, I like that you think of my health, but if I was also infected, 
it would just mean it'd be a challenge for me to help these little ones find the cure. So it's whatever. Let's go. I, I am happy with this. Let's help these people. Yes. Let's please help them. Yeah, we better move because they are dying. So yeah, we've only got like days left at best, probably even hours. <laughs> well, then we yes. better get to move on then. Quicken the pace. With that. Also, no more, no more punching of little people. No. What was the punch? It was a strike to the acupuncture point to free their key. Well, it freed their blood from their bodies, so. Yes, that too. That was a, a miscalculation. You know, bloodletting was a, a, you know, medical treatment that people mm, considered a no, while ago. But it wasn't a good one. Like, he would know, Lyra, that it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. I said, was. Was for a good reason. I will um I will say as we're going into the cave I'll pat Niles and back you know that was a pretty good strike though, so you should be proud of that at least. Oh, oh yes, on the on the on the defenseless little gnome <laughs> dying of poisoning. Yes, yes, good strike. I mean yeah, not very honorable, but it is what it is. You're learning. I teach. I, it was meant to be more of a uh it's all right. You you'll follow me, I show you I will teach you the ways. Okay. Brilliant. Well, with, with the gnome's direction, you begin moving into the cave. The cave that you pass through shows signs of having previously been inhabited. It, you see a banner bearing a symbol, five-headed symbol, five dragon heads arranged in a spiral, torn and dirtied in the corner of the room. The gnome, yeah. The gnomes <laughs> lead you past this, through towards the back of the cave, where a large section of stone has actually caved away revealing what looks like a long tunnel, curving round in itself like a spiral down into the earth. And as you begin walking down, you spend the next two hours in the dark, wandering down a stone spiral deeper and deeper. The sunlight gone, the only light that which you bring with you. The walls of the cave close around you. And that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight. We will jump back in next session and uh, continue from where we left off. Now, the other exciting news I have for next session is we also have a special guest joining us. I uh, will reveal their character up and uh, have that all up on the Discord in the next couple of days. And uh, for us here listening, I'll also bring them into our Return of the Giants chat so you guys can have a, a meet and greet before we do our session next Wednesday. Um, Curse of Strahd next, Wednesday, uh, next Monday is our special Halloween one-shot. Um, essentially, we're doing like a, a Toy Story horror session where the characters all wake up as dolls made by Blinsky in his store. Wow, uh, God damn it. Yeah, it's going to be great fun. And we are going to be dressed up for that. It's going to be awesome. So I'll be in my tiefling costume from the live D&D show I did a week or two back. And then on Tuesday night, we're also going to do a Halloween special for Avatar The Last Airbender. I was able to finish last session at a perfect point to recreate one of my favorite episodes, uh, the one with uh, Sokka telling the ghost stories on the beach, uh, the Bloodbender episode, which is one of my favorites. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to do a little Halloween horror one-shot for, uh, for Avatar Legends as well. No Halloween special for us for the main campaign. We are going to carry on. But if you do want to be in costume, you're more than welcome to be. Um, it's mostly going to be the Monday and Tuesday that we're in costume for. So that'll be, that'll be really fun. Make sure you come and check it out. But from all of us here tonight, thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really, really soon. If you're watching on Twitch, don't go anywhere. We're going to go and raid a lovely channel. But um, yeah, that's it. That's it from us tonight. Stay safe, everybody, and we will see you all again really soon. Goodbye!
Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you guys. See ya.